Hello, this is Patrick from Expression, and I'd like to show you the basics of using Datalink with Expression. Right now I have a simple lower third on screen in my uh, viewport, and what I want to do is work to bind a data source to it. And my data source for this particular project is Excel. You can see that I have an Excel workbook that has player name information, the biographical information, and some player stats for some different uh, portions of the game. What I want to make sure that I do, I want to make sure that I have this set up for sharing, so review workbook. I'm going to click share workbook, and I want to make sure that allow changes by more than one user at a time is checked. I'm going to click OK to accept that. Now I'm going to come back to expression, and one of the things I have to do is use data link. And again, it requires that I have data link available. Um, if I click help about, you'll see on my system especially, I have a lot of features because I have a demonstration dongle but you'll see that this particular choice here, expression data link support, I need to have that available on my expression system. If I do, I can launch the uh, expression data link server and I want to go ahead and I want to add this as a source. So I'm going to click add new and I'm going to find ADODB as a data link source. I'm going to click OK. And once I do that, I get the data link configuration to pop up and I have to select a template. Basically, that's what type of data am I going to use? You can see there's a bunch of choices in here. Well, I have lots. I'm using Excel, so I want to find Excel in here. And I'm also using the latest version of Microsoft Office. So my format's Excel.xlsx. So I'm going to click OK. Now, I need to get the information to put in here. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to kind of cheat a little bit. I'm going to go and find my file and this is the form I'm going to use. If I hold down the shift key on my keyboard and then use my mouse and right click, I get the choice of copy as path. I'm going to click on that and that copies that path for me so that I have it. And I'm going to come back to my data link configuration and you can see here where it says data source. I'm going to replace the brackets over to the other bracket with the information that I have. And I'm just going to paste that in using control V. And you can see that put it in. The one thing I have to do is I have to take out the quotation marks because that just gets in my way and that's not part of what should be here. So I'm going to take out the quotation marks. And once I've done that, I can click test connection and you'll see that it'll tell me connection successfully established. And I'm going to click OK. And I'm going to give this information here. I'm going to call it player stats so that I know what it is. If I click off of it and click on it again, I can click browse and you see the type of information I get. I've got a pretty good view of what's in here. So that's great. I'm going to click OK and I'm going to click on the close icon and you're going to think it's going to close it. It's actually going to minimize it. So when I do that, you'll see a notification in your taskbar telling you that the data link server has been minimized to the system tray. The next thing I need to do is go up to the menu bar, find project, click on data link manager. I could also type control alt M. And I have to tell the system that I have a data link manager and I'm going to click add and it's going to come up telling me where that server pro properties are and mine is going to come up with the default name of link server one. That's fine. And the host address is localhost, which means I'm running it on this computer. If I was running it on a different computer, say, for example, I have multiple expression engines and I want it on a central server, I would put the IP address or host name of that particular system. I'm leaving mine as localhost. I'm going to click OK, and you can see it already found the data link sources that are there. And the only one that I have right now is one called player stats. Great. I'm going to close that also. Now, I'm going to come down to my object manager, and I'm going to open up my lower third scene. I'm going to start off with my player name. So I'm going to click on that, 
I'm going to go over to Data Source. I select Data Source, I'm going to choose Data Link, and I'm going to click Set. I'm going to choose my player stats data link and I'm going to click browse to find my information and the name I want to put in is the name field so I'm going to click name and then click OK and I'm going to click OK again and you'll see now that put that information in. Now I'm going to do this for each of the fields that are in my scene. So I'm going to come in and get the position by jersey. So I'm going to play jersey and I want to find the jersey number so that's num in this that part's done. I want to get his position, data link, player stats. This seems a little tedious, but it actually been, winds up being a much quicker way to do this than you might have seen in other systems once you get the basic root of this done. So I'm going to come down and find his height. weight and where he went to college in his age You'll see I also used proper naming conventions to be able to identify um, what field or object holds what information. So you can see I've got his information here. The last one that I need to do, and I kind of glanced over it, was his headshot. So I'm going to go back to headshot. It's a graphic image. So I'm going to choose that here, and I'm going to find quad for that. I'm going to choose data link and again I'm going to go ahead and choose player stats and I'm going to browse over to the image field and there it is it's under Ross League headshot and you can see it's player and there's my first athlete's headshot and you can see there it is it's a moving headshot also so the next thing I'd like to do is take this over to the sequence and show you how we play this out. So I'm going to go over to sequence mode and I have a group already so I'm going to drag that first scene in and that scene is the information for player number one. So if I take that online you'll see that that particular graphic will play and it's got all the information for player number one. Now well, this is all related to the table information that I put in where I was using row one. And remember in my Excel spreadsheet I had information for each player, so row 1, row 2, row 3, row 4, they all had different information in the same format. So I'm going to take this one offline so that it doesn't distract us. And I'm going to drag that same scene in again a couple of times. And you'll notice in the preview window as I choose on either one of them, it's all the same information. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to choose that second one. And I'm going to come down to the Take Inspector and choose the Template Data. I'm going to make sure that Data Link is my source. And again, you kind of have a good indication because everything is in the brace brackets. I'm going to choose the player name. I'm going to come over to their Data Link properties. I'm going to change the row from row one to row two. So you're going to see it change from Stanton Meyer. You're going to see it change to Derek Voss. I'm going to come to the Jersey column. I'm going to change the row. And you see that change. I'm going to change the position. I'm going to change the row for height. I'm going to change all of these rows 
So you see that I have multiple players now. And all of that shows up properly, and then that's all changing. Even the headshot will change. So now I have a second player, and I'm gonna do the same thing for the third. So that you kind of just see, and you get a good example of what this is. It's kind of tedious here, so I'm gonna show you in the next video a way to automate this process a little bit so that you don't have to go through this each time. There's a couple of great ways to do this.